Hello and welcome to Jumpstart Weekly, the weekly manga podcast where every week we read all the chapters on Visit Shonen Jump website, as well as another collected volume of manga. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. And this week we read Bakuman Volume 9. Yeah. Because we like that series. <laughs> yes, we do. It was a rough week for me, Kevin. I'll tell that story in a little bit. Okay. As it relates, I'll tell that story as it relates to manga. Actually, you know what? It's actually okay to start with our first series, because as I have talked about, at least on my other podcasts, I suffer from the anxiety Mm -hmm. and the depression, and it's bad. I don't know if I've ever told this story on a podcast, probably not this one if I have, but one of the dreams I have when my anxiety is really, really bad, and this is like a recurring dream I have regularly, is that my life is going on as normal, and I get a call telling me I didn't actually graduate high school. (laughs) <laughs> and so I have to go do high school while still doing whatever my life is. And invariably, I start ditching high school so that I can go to my job or college or whatever I'm doing with my life. Yep. And therefore, I fail high school again. I also have a lot of family-related anxiety. And like when I you know, can go places to be away from my family, especially this last week. So re- this first new series where we read in Shonen Jump, I was literally just on edge the entire time I was reading it. Okay. So what did you think of High School Family, Kosei, Kazuku, Chapter 1? Other than wanting it to be Kaizoku, so this would be about a pirate high school. Yes, that would be pretty cool. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan. Part of the thing is the culture difference between Japanese high school and American high school. Like, and the pressure that's put on you. I don't suffer from anxiety, nor did I have any problems with high school whatsoever. Well, I didn't in high school. Yes, I know. It was after high school. Yeah, I I get that. But, like, I don't feel the pressure of, like, oh, I finally got accepted into high school. I didn't have that problem with college either. Like, I I applied to one place and got in basically without trying. It was really easy to get in. Not in a bad way, but, like, you know, there were, here's some basic requirements. You meet them, cool, welcome aboard. And that school's like, what, you're from Colorado? You should definitely come here. Yep. Well, I got, because my dad, uh, so I went to the University of Wyoming, and so my dad went there, and I got a discount for being a children of alumni. Yeah. So that was one of the reasons to go there. But I've never had that kind of, like, school anxiety, and I know it's just a cultural difference. Like, I know how tough that is over in Japan, how big of a deal high school entrance exams are. And what some of those kids must be going through with all that pressure put on them to perform in school. But this series did nothing for me. I also like my anxiety is going to be an issue for this series that I hope is canceled quickly. Probably the entire time I'm reading it. Mm -hmm. I also thought the chapters were incredibly poorly constructed, though, from a comedic standpoint. I'd be really, really curious to know why we got two chapters at once instead of the traditional Shonen Jump one very long first chapter. I wonder if that's a American thing where it got released at the same, like if the chapter one came out last week in Japanese Shonen Jump and mm-hmm. so just got one chapter and they decided to do it as its new series and give it the same fanfare in America. Or if it was like an editorial thing where they're like, it'll be easier to combine these two chapters and make that your entrance. Yeah, maybe it was something with some of the cancellation of the other manga. Uh, if it was because of Act Age, that, I hadn't considered that, but that's a good point. Yeah, because, you know, they had a bunch of that weird stuff. So maybe the guy, you know, had been, like, submitting regular chapters, and they were like, uh, we need this now. <laughs>
But, like, just reading the title, I knew what this was going to be about. Yeah. So I really didn't need this entire first chapter, which is the same joke four times about this guy being like, I'm going to high school. And his dad laying like, I also am going to high school. I sat behind you in the entrance exam. And yep. his sister being like, I am. I like, obviously, that's what it is. You need to start with chapter two and the character freaking out. Like, how did this happen? Yeah. Like, that's the more comedic thing is to start at en media res because this is just over explaining the joke. Yeah. Like, it's kind of funny that his little sister is the class rep. That was the closest thing to a... Yeah, to a joke. Like, I think a flashback to yeah. literally just he go, like him going to school and his, the rest of his family being there. Yeah, like, exactly. that like, he goes one way, they come another way, and they're like, hey, we're also going to school. What? And flashback to, don't you remember? We sat behind you in the entrance exams and, like, all three of them behind him. Yeah. Yeah, just the entire first chapter seemed really poorly constructed to me. Yeah. And the second chapter wasn't great. No. Like, again, I didn't find it funny. Like, I understand what they're trying to set up with the plight of the kid, but I don't really feel that. I feel like if I was a kid, this would be my nightmare. A and this is almost clearly, like, aimed at younger audiences. Yes. Because even the main character is like, oh, I get to go to high school. It's very aspirational in that way that yeah. shows when we were growing up, we're all about teenagers because kids want to be teenagers. Yeah. And again, it's that cultural difference of the only thing, the only close thing I've had is going to college mm -hmm. with people that were older. Like one of the kids in my kids, uh, <laughs> one of the guys in my, a bunch of my classes was like 40 or 50 and had been working and then was coming back to get his degree to like continue on his career kind of thing. And it, it didn't feel weird at that point. Yeah. Like, I realized it wasn't my dad going to college with me, but... Yeah, that, I think that's a huge difference, because I yes. had a very similar situation. And there wasn't even a thing where, I don't want to brag, but I was a good student in high school, and mm -hmm. I, I was good at math and science and hated them. Yeah. So I was taking math for English majors, and he immediately identified, oh, this, this person knows all this stuff already. We should just have him teach us because our teacher is terrible, because he was. Yep. And so, like, this older guy organized a study group around me. So that was a little awkward. But even then, that was not nearly the same as if my dad had been doing that. Yeah, and I understand how he feels awkward, but it was also, like, I don't know how weird it is that somebody older would be going to high school in Japan. I think that is very weird. I do not think they typically accept students who are not. I, I think that age. is, I think that is well, but, but you're, you're comparing it to your college experience where that is not weird. We, uh, and like, I didn't know how weird, cause obviously it's weird. Cause everyone's like, you know, why is the, why is there some older people in high school? But literally in God of high school, one of the dudes he fights is like a 30 year old dude who had been trying to get into college for 10 years or whatever. And he like was just bad at it and eventually made. So they formed teams in this uh, high school tournament. And they're like, that guy's a high schooler. And it was like his two other teammates finally like came together and helped them study to get in. But he was this like really nice guy, really hard worker, but just wasn't super smart. So he was like, I want to get a high school degree mm -hmm. versus that feels really weird because in America, most of the time, it's like, yeah, I could live without it. <laughs> like, I realize you're supposed to have one, but honestly, I could live without it. Yeah, I, I mean, as the guy who has anxiety about, like, secretly not having a high school degree, something which isn't true. Yes. I'm in a weird position for that. I don't want to talk about this series anymore, though, Kevin. Fair. Let's so, move on. So what did you think about One Piece Chapter 989, I Can't Imagine Losing? 
I loved this chapter of One Piece. Yeah, pretty good. It's I... a bunch of the Straw Hats, like, all getting together. That final shot at the end. Well, yeah, that that's just a... Uh... That's just a fan service shot of yes. all the Straw Hats. But it's very good. Hey, Frankie does a thing and Robin does a thing in this. When was the last time they did things? I know. I don't remember, but I was very happy to see them do it. Yes. I remember, I'm like, oh man, is Frankie my favorite Straw Hat? He hasn't done anything so long that I have him ranked so low in my head. But there was a time, and now he's doing things. Yeah. No, that was great. The bit with... Yamato being like, uh, Momosuke, I am Odin and here to rescue. And they're all just like, uh, no. And Luffy's like, don't worry, you can trust that crazy man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very good. And then be like, smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Queen's the Brachiosaur, like, that whole bit was good. Yeah, so like, they, they basically do confirm that all of the Toby Robo are dinosaurs. Yeah. Which is nice. And then the animals, or the numbers, sorry show up, which are, like, half-giant animal hybrids. So they're all, they were like, oh, they're all the size of, or I love the callback to Frankie being like, is this Thriller Bark again? They're all the size of, I forget. Ors Jr. Yeah, Ors Jr. Yeah. I also love that Robin just literally throws Mega Bomb out. Yes. With Jim, and Jimmy's like, okay, I got a plan. Yeah, well, Jimbei, Jimbei is just like, Robin, will you assist me? And she's like, yes, give me some orders. And uh, Jinbei is like, all right, cool, whirlpool throw. And then Robin just keeps her spinning out the door. Yeah. And even even Jinbei was like, or she was like, how was that? He was like, excellent. That was actually better than I expected. She is going to be so pissed when she gets back. Yeah. Ah, it's good. And you know what? We have one piece next week. Yes. We get two in a row. Uh, so we... Hopefully can continue this high from that big pose at the end. Yeah, it was very good. That leads us into My Hero Academia number 283-75, which I have no idea why that's the title of this chapter. I don't know either. Let's see. Gigantamachi, I guess, just escaped the kids, which makes that earlier bit feel even more pointless now. Yeah. Because Momo didn't even do a thing. Momo <laughs> didn't even... Well, she did a thing, it just didn't work. So I actually do like the kids dealing with the fact that like even one of the professional heroes is like you guys made the right call all your actions and decisions were correct yeah like some it's basically like sometimes it doesn't work it's not like you you know it's not like you made a bad call that was an excellent call it just didn't end up working out and so they're all worried about that i also like that we basically immediately cut back to Tomura and Deku yeah, fighting. Yes. So it's like, oh, thank God. It's not a week of, hey, let's watch Gantamachio rampaging through the town. Like, no, no, please no. <laughs> I'm fine with like, yeah, he's he's off doing that thing. Yeah. Cool. Let's go back to the cool fight. Yeah, I'm fine with only having half a chapter of Deku. Yes. Because we have to see other stuff. That That's t a totally different affair because then I can get excited about other stuff. Yes. Yeah, because this chapter definitely better than other chapters of My Hero Academia would have been like, please just show me Deku yes. fighting this guy. And I, I actually really liked it. Like I said, I like the moment of all the kids being told by one of the professional heroes who saves them when Gigantamachio, like, takes off. He, like, lifts them all into the air is, don't worry, you guys made the right call. Mm -hmm. But all of them being like, did we screw it up? Did we only make things worse? Yeah. I mean, I thought it was okay. It just, like I said, it's... It took a part of the story I didn't particularly like and made it seem kind of pointless. Yeah. So that's what I didn't like about that all that much. I like Todoroki showing up and like encasing Endeavor and Ice to be like, okay, cool off. Yep. <laughs> we need a rest up for a second. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, that's basically how his powers work. So yes. I just it like that. Sense. Yeah. That he's like, hey, here, let's recharge you. That was good. And I really love the bit with Tomura where Deku realizes Tomura, just like Deku, Tomura can't handle one for all's power. Uh huh. So Tomura's getting a little cocky. He's like, well, as long, you know, uh, why, why is all of this happening? And it's like, well, as long as hypergeneration's working, I'm fine. Yeah, because now Eraser Head's out of the fight, so yes. his quirks are back. And I love the bit at the end, he's like, well, just gonna erase you are, so Deku grabs everyone with tentacles and makes the float work. Yes. Which is a good bit, and hey, Gran Torino's alive. Yep, and he's like, wait, this is float. Like, uh, yeah, it was, I really liked this chapter of My Hero from that turn of the rest of the kids being like, oh god, have we made a huge mistake? But with the professional heroes being like, no, you made the right call. You know, we lost, basically him being like, hey, we lost two. It's not like it was your fault. And then Deku activating float with the kind of reveal of like, Tomura only got 75% finished with his. I think we already knew that. I think we did. I don't think we knew specifically the percentage. I mean, yeah. maybe they showed that, but like they, they went back to it and they showed that Mirio kicked in his tube when he was at 75%. Mm-hmm. So it's just like he wasn't, he's not totally done. So Deku has a chance. Yeah. Uh, and Bakugo is still there too. He can yeah. help Todoroki too, I guess. Yep. Todoroki's in the story now. I never can be happy. Yes. Anything else you wanted to say on My Hero? Nah. That will bring us to Phantom Seer Chapter 2. His existence is reduced to a glimmer. I feel pretty much the same cha- feelings on Chapter 2 as I did on Chapter 1. Yeah. It's... Which is kind of fine for a Chapter 2. Yeah. Like I said, it's... that's usually the biggest hump for a jump series, in my yep. opinion. It is just another story with this shaman exercising a phantom. That's what they call them yes. in this. I do like the one panel where he's shocked and his tonsils, or his not his tonsil, what's the, what's the dangly bit in your throat? Uvula. Uvula is also screaming, like it has a face on it and is also shocked. Yeah, very Animaniacs. Yes. I mean, I don't know that I have much to say about this one. It was fine. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was a pretty good week of Shut and Jump this week, and this was fine. This yeah. is not me like, ah, oh, this is not break the streak. No, it didn't break the streak, but I still liked it pretty good. Like I said, I like that bit with the uh, uvula. I'm not as huge of a fan. I like I like the turn that this psychic boy that I can't remember his name used to be really into saving people, but then he had somebody sacrifice themselves for him, and that has kind of shut himself off from everybody. Katanagi is his name. Yes. I just found that to be like a little generic. Yeah, and that's why I was a little I like it. It's fine to give him that kind of backstory, but I kind of liked him just being the completely reluctant hero. And it's like, oh, it's because he has a tragic backstory. Eh, of course he does. Yeah. You you, you have to have one, unless you're Yukira Soma, I guess. I mean, Yukira Soma had his mom die. That's... Yeah, but, like, that's, I mean, a very small impact on him. I don't know. Like I said, I have weird feelings about Food Wars right now, because I'm watching that anime and going, well, you're making some choices there, anime, aren't you? <laughs> yes. Shall we move on? Or you got more to say nope, on fantasy? that's it. That brings us to Burn the Witch, Chapter 3, She Makes Me Special. Which, again, I like this chapter of Burn the Witch more than last week. Yeah, this was a good one. It starts with a very mashal joke, I feel. Yep. At the beginning where she, with the new villain, Bruno Bangknife. <laughs> yes. Like, ha, ah, yes, so you know who I am. And she's like, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. <gasps> You're, I, or she's like, you, I have no idea who you are. And that gets him really pissed off. And then uh, later on where she was like, your highlight job is terrible. And he gets even more pissed off. 
And Ninia's like, wow, that was so good, but I didn't say anything reprehensible. No, that's uh, like, I'm praising you for it. I didn't say anything praiseworthy either. I just told him he didn't like his die job. What I like is how he's like, yeah, you know, I, I've got to kill. Uh, your, your, your friend's got a bounty on him or he's about to. So I got to get him. So it's like, get out of my way and I won't have to hurt you. They yep. keep getting his way. He's like, well, bring on the workers comp forms. Yes, I do love that. Especially because he's just like, well, I guess I'm going to have to fill out a couple incidents reports. Here we go. Yeah, that, that is a good brag line. And also the story with Ninny's friend is fine. Yeah, I like the, the story about her and the dragon. I also like that they'll probably be able to, if they think about it, turn this guy's plan. So this guy's plan was to basically capture Balgo before the hit order went out so that he could just immediately end him because he was like, I want all the fame and the the reward from the bounty. So I set up this pretense to get him captured. And then it's like, oh, look, I've already got him in custody. Only to do that, he had to, he went to Ninny's friend and told her to go do this thing. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, you knew she was breaking the law by dealing with the dragon. So they can turn that around on you and be like, well, you broke the law first. So you're actually going to have to go now. We'll see. We'll see what happens. he's definitely above them, right? Yes. And th- this is all about how they want money and reputation. And yes. Have it. But I think they're like the director guy or the like their superior might do something with that if he knows, like if they're somehow able to communicate, hey, he was the one who got, he was the one who told her to do this. And it's like, oh, well, I can take that to the higher ups and use that against him. Yeah. Anything else on Burn the Witch? Nope. That will bring us to We Never Learn, question 172, Tomorrow Night's Pixie, part four. Hey, there's an island festival. Yeah. I like this chapter, We Never Learn. I mean, yes. I have much more to say about it, though, because there's some good setup at the end. Yes. Um, I really like that this teacher or this student that seems to have a crush on Yu-Gi-Oh is, like, spying on them. Yep. And, like, seems like, oh, I have to get these guys together because, like, it, it implies that they've tried it already. In a weird way, because yeah. we see the flashbacks to him inviting her to the theme park of the character he likes, and we see he still has she the likes. Ki- or she likes, yes. Yeah. And we still see he still has the tickets. Yeah, so obviously something happened. Yeah, and they kiss a- under fireworks here, and then they're like, yeah, but yeah, we can't keep doing this. Yep. So. So, yeah, it's interesting. I, I like this direction of the story. Yeah. No, like we've said, this is probably the best ending, other than maybe the first one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, we have I've, to see I the whole... I like the Ogata one, too. Yeah. But I don't know. I have more much more to say, though. It's we never learned stuff. There are festival shenanigans. Yep. That... It, it's still it's still really good. If you're reading We Never Learned, you should still enjoy this. All right. That will bring us to Dr. Stone Z equals 164. Relock on. Now, I love Odai and Taite Kubo's in this issue. But is Boichi just the best artist in Jump by, like, a goddamn <laughs> landslide? There's a lot of good art in there, yeah. Like, this chapter, he is going ham. Yes. With all those plane shots, because this is about a duel between two planes. It's called the dogfight. Yes, a duel between two planes. And he is just going ham on the art for it. Yeah. With all the, just the positions of the planes and the backgrounds. Yep. It all looks amazing. I do like how the people ask the question I was, which is, why did Senku jump out of his hospital bed and into an airplane? Yep. Well, and then their plane suffers a bit of damage, and Senku is like, and this is why he did it, and he starts fixing it immediately. Uh Uh-huh. 
I love that they have a pretend machine gun. Yes. Because, like, yeah, if they realize we do not have a machine gun, we are boned. Yep. Because and all they have is like the flintlock pistol thing yes. that they made for Magma a while ago. So they have to literally get behind him and aim a pistol at him. Yep. Yeah, it's all super good. And in particular, the art. Like, I'm, I've always struggled to criticize art, both good and bad. Mm-hmm. It's one of my biggest weaknesses when talking about comics, but it's phenomenal here. Yep. Anything else you wanted to say on Dr. Stone? No, it was good. All righty. That brings us to Ayakashi Triangle, Chapter 11, The Shape of the Spirit. A little disappointed this arc was only two chapters, but I still really like this conclusion. And it sets stuff up for the future, potentially. Yeah. With him making Lou fall asleep, and then she has a dream of him saving her. Yes. But, like, in the dream, he's still a guy. Yeah, well, and he mentions it. He was like, well, some of my spirit energy probably got into her with the exorcist ritual. Like, I had to, you know, sweep energy through her body to pull the spirit out. And it's like, it makes sense that my spirit form is still a dude. Yeah. Which kind of works in my favor right now. <laughs> because she's like, "There's, I had this dream about this weird ninja dude who I don't know exists. Yeah. But she seems to have, like, a suspicion. Yes. I also love the little joke in the middle where the spirit is just, you know, a black energy that only the two of them can see. Yeah. And it's just perfectly covering the covering other the other two. And uh, both of them are like, oh, man, we're <laughs> so <convenient>. lucky. <laughs> that is incredibly convenient for us. Thank yes. you, evil spirit, for your uh, dedication to modesty. Yes. I don't know that I have much more to say about it. I am excited to see Ayakashi Triangle go on a longer arc. I hope it yep. does soon. Probably another short arc for the other girl makes sense first, though. Probably. But I do like that Suzu is, at the end of this, even more like, she is so cute. (laughs) Yes. Anything else on Ayakashi? No. Last but not least, we have Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin Depth 9 Ocean Gangs. This was pretty standard Hard Boiled Cop and Dolphin, I feel like. Yeah, but I really, I still really liked it. Like, I really like the Hammerhead Shark. Yes. That's a very good idea slash touch. That's super strong. The, uh, in contrast, the super strong grandpa who just appears is... I honestly, I actually really liked that bit as well. I that... didn't hate it, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it, it, I'm like, yeah, th- that makes sense to happen on this island. But it didn't make me guffaw. It wasn't, it wasn't just the initial thing of the super strong grandpa. It was the hammerhead shark guy who got yeah. flipped by him who was yeah. like, what is with this trope? Who is that audience for? Or who's, uh, who's the audience for that? Like, that really got me. And it didn't for me. Although I often like those sort of fourth wall breaking jokes. I've liked them in this one. Yeah. This series, rather, in particular. This one just didn't do much. Yeah. I'm just always a fan of, like, in most fantasy stories where it's just like, oh, yeah, that kindly innkeeper is actually an (laughs) ex-adventurer who can whip your ass because he eventually got tired. He was like, I eventually got tired of almost dying all the time. So I opened, you know, a tavern in the middle, not in the middle of nowhere, but like out in the wilderness. And so somebody tries to mess with him, and it's just like, yeah, you realize I'm a level 20 character, right? Like, And this had the very shonen tropey. I think it's fine, especially for this early in the series. But where Shark goes down, and they're like, ah, you know, he's helpless. Now we're going to threaten this little girl. Yep. And he just gets back up and is like, hey, you broke my glasses, you asshole. Yeah, I, I did like that. And also Chaco, Chaco? Yeah. being like, his head looks like a sushi roll, because it kind of does. <laughs> like... That was pretty good. And just her rolling on the floor. And it's like, I hope it's Nato. And then him slamming the guy to the ground being like, it's not Nato. (laughs) (laughs) 
And Chaka's like, it gives the thumbs down. Yeah, boo. Like, yeah. <laughs> very I didn't good. dislike it. Like I said, I thought it was a pretty good jump. And yep. That was just fine in it. So speaking of, shall we move on into the jump card? Yeah. Jump card is a segment where we rank everything we read from our least favorite up to our favorite, not just the ones we talk about. Had 20 this week, so what yep. do you have at number 20, Kevin? I have me and Robico down at number 20. Um, I have it a little higher, mostly just for art stuff, because I thought it, it's a thing where they introduced a lot of new characters this chapter, right? Sort but characters of. is in heavy air quotes, because yes. no, these guys are never coming back. Yep. Most likely. Most likely. Um, I could see a gag where you want to. But because they're never coming back, they can be super elaborately designed and look really cool. Yeah. And no, I shouldn't say none of the comedy chapters. Uh, a lot of the comedy chapters left me very cold this week, though. So that yeah. was something in contrast to those. Yeah, there, there's definitely like a block at the bottom yep. and then a huge jump yep. where it's like, I did not like these. I actually really liked everything else above this line. Yeah. I have high school family at 20. Okay. Yeah, I think I said my piece on that plenty. Yeah. Oh, do you have at 19? I have a Gravity Boys at 19. Same. I Oh, it's the otter. The yep. otter was cute. That yep. puts it above high school family. That's why it went above me and Robico. I was like, that otter is cute. That's about all I got out of the chapter, but like, cute otter. Yeah. What do you have at number 18? I have high school family at 18. I'm still not a huge fan of it, but it is new, so I'm at least willing to give it a little bit more of a chance, and I understand why I went slightly higher than you since I did not have the anxiety of having to read that chapter. I tried to separate that out. Even then, like, a Gravity Boys, I see what's supposed to be funny about it. Yeah. I see the joke structure, mm -hmm. even though it didn't make me laugh. I have Magu-chan at 18. Okay. I have Magu-chan at 17. One of the things that kind of bothered me is they keep doing the, like, hey, this is the mind control guy, because I can't, I don't remember it's how to pronounce it. No, it's like Nuraptakao or something like that. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah. But they were like, this is what he's about. I was like, you did that last chapter. Like, it's not like this is a dude who does, he's shown up like almost every chapter since he was introduced. Why are you still introducing him like we don't know who he is? Hmm. I didn't really pick up on that. It was just, it wasn't just that, hey, this is this guy. It's like, hey, this is the evil dark god who has mind control powers and has an army of crabs. I I'm aware <laughs> you're 10 chapters in. I mean, this is pretty standalone, so I kind of get it. Eh. I have me and Rebecca at 17. Okay. Again, just for those the art designs. Stuff. Yep. Yeah. What do you have at number 16? And this is where yeah, my... Yeah, this is where the big jump is for this, me, too. Yep. So, actually, I have Black Clover at 16. Okay. I still liked this chapter of Black Clover, but it's just kind of a, all right, here's the bad guy's plan. We're going to form a super team around Asta and take him down. And that's basically the chapter. Yep. Some cute art at the start of uh, character popularity stuff. Yep. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 16. Okay. Because it just seemed real underwhelming for just Sakuda to be gone now. Uh, Yeah, a little bit, but there's some character stuff with the guy that you barely know yeah. at the end there. So it went a little bit higher for me. What do you have at 15? 
So I have Mori King at 15. Okay. I Mori King did actually make me laugh. So that's yeah, no. why it yes. went around here for me, too. Yep. I really loved the bit with the grandpa being like, is this because of the Pokemons? <laughs> yeah. He's like, is this, what, is this the eventual dark road that Pokemon led to? <laughs> yes. Like, I, I did love the, the grandpa being another straight man to yes. Shoko. Like, that was very good. It's very similar to the early humor that Morgan yes. got to. And I love at the end he's accepted it, but then he sees that the friend also just has an insect. Yeah. And he loses it again. Yeah, he's like, what the hell is wrong with this town? It's like, he keep you know he kept calling every week. <laughs> yeah. It was very very good. I have Black Clover at 15. Okay. I have Undead Unluck at 13, or 14. Because <laughs> this is kind of just a beat of... So the new guy joins the team and they're like, yeah, time, you know, we join the team and do some training and time skip to uh, the next, like, basically final... Well, almost final quest line. They're like, we literally have one more try to get this right. And if we fail this one, we're screwed. Yeah, right? but, I, but I don't think if they succeed, they win. No. It's they just are on match point. Yes. That against them. Yeah. That that was the feeling I got. This is not like, yeah. oh, if we it's, you know, all right. This is literally the last shot we have to succeed. We need to succeed here. It's not like it's gonna be done, but Yeah. Yeah. Stake wise, yes. Yes. I have Mori King at fourteen. Okay. What do you have at number twelve? Thirteen. Thirteen, yes, sorry. I have Phantom Seer at thirteen. Okay. Like I said, it was fine. So I did like it, like I said, as that uvula bit got me. Gotcha. I have Undead Lock at 13. Okay. All the same yep. stuff as you. I have Jujutsu Kaisen at 12. Okay. I also do kind of agree. It kind of just sucks that Tsukina just kind of vanishes. It, maybe he'll come back, because he, he kind of like, I honestly, I liked the bit where he did vanish to show Itadori, like, look what happened. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's like basically sitting in the middle of a giant circle of the destroyed city because that's what Sukina's domain expansion does. Mm-hmm. So I liked the bit where he's like, hey, look, look what happened. You know, look what we did. Yeah, I don't know. It just it didn't land for me. That, which that's is fair. the Jesus Kaisen story. Yes. In a lot of ways. Hopefully you'll like the anime. Yeah, I am. Ho- I am genuinely hopeful for that. Yep. I am planning on watching it. Yep. I'm excited for it. And... Like I said, I liked the bit with the his mentor at the end, kind of having the, hey, it's up to you. Yeah, because I don't think Jujutsu Kaisen is going anywhere, nor do I think Jump should be getting rid of it. So no, it, I would like to get more into it. Yeah, it's still good. I think a lot of it is you don't know a lot of the, like, we've had a lot of character moments that mm-hmm. it's like, it was just like with us in Haikyuu, you know, I see where you're trying to go, but I have none of the backstory, so I, it, I lose all the impact. I have Chainsaw Man at 12. Okay. I like Chainsaw Man, but it had that feeling that a lot of series, but especially Chainsaw Man, gets when it's in a fight scene, which is like, it's just fight. And there is important stuff that happens in it. Yes. But it feels very, I don't want to say gloss over-y, but it, it is very quickly going through some stuff, right? Yeah. Well, the fight in this is basically the one strike. Yeah. I Like, it reads super fast, though. Yes. I have Chainsaw Man at number 11. Okay. I I just had a lot of moments of, what? And, like, it's a good kind of, like, it's not the best sort of confusing what I've ever had of, like, I need to find out this mystery immediately. But it's definitely, why why did his intestines shoot out of his stomach and wrap around his throat? Well, I assume that was the Hell Devil doing that. That seems like a thing the Hell Devil would do. 
with what we know about the Hell Devil. Maybe only it it honestly seemed like it happened while the Hell Devil was still going after Makima. Uh, and that's a possibility. Too. So because it seemed like Makima went, "Hey, Chainsaw Devil, help me out." And that's when the intestine wrapped around his throat. And I was like, I'm, I, so like I said, I was very confused by that. So it's still in a very interesting state, which I like, but it just had that level of, wait, what? Yeah, same. And like, it, it just seemed like a chapter that you could miss in a weird way. Probably, yeah. And I still enjoyed it. Yeah. But like I said, there, there's a big jump between 17 and 16. Yeah. Where suddenly everything's pretty good, even if I didn't love it. Yeah. I, the... Like, a lot of this list is actually like, I liked a lot of this stuff, and it's kind of hard to rank, except for the, it was like, I have the bottom of the list, and the top of the list, and the top of the list started at number 15, (laughs) or 16. I have a hard-boiled cop and dolphin at 11. Okay. I think I said plenty on that. I enjoyed it, the hammerhead shark thing in particular. Yeah. But also just very standard. Yep. What do you have at 10? I have Mashal at 10. Same. It's still a good, pretty good shonen thing yeah i like i i don't know the character's name but like the naruto type protagonist who like is into all the weird girls yes this super appeals to me and i like this girl's attitude yes i am a princess you must love me and if you don't love me die and he's like "Ooh, i am into that but i do love uh, this other girl yeah he was like sorry i'm going to be marrying lemon so i can't be with you and she's like then die But, I, like, the, the ending was very generic showing yes. of, like, oh, actually, I have a Keke Genkai. Yeah. Uh, you know, which is fine. It, it was but, fine. But the humor stuff from the early on is really Matchel's yes. strong point. And we also have a little bit of stakes set up where they're like, oh, hey, Mashal's going to be turned to stone. Yeah. Something tells me that's not going to happen, which yep. would be a really great reveal later on where they're like, your 30 minutes is up. You're going to turn to stone. He's just like, nope. <laughs> Well, because you broke the spell on the door. No, I broke the door. Like, I, I would love that aspect of it, of like, oh, you know, because you're the one who broke the spell on the door, you're going to get turned to stone. No, I just ripped the door out. Like, I ripped the, I destroyed the wall around the door. I Kool-Aid man that shit. I'm fine. Yes. That would be actually pretty good. It reminds me of, there's some version of a Journey to the West. It might have been a miniseries or something like that. But they're in the, like, Imperial Palace, and they're trying to escape. And they're like, oh, no. It's just like, oh, it's the the Twilight Gate or whatever. It's indestructible. And the Monkey King goes, yes, but the wall next to it is not. And just blows a hole (laughs) through the wall. And later on, the Emperor is like, maybe we'll make the gate not as indestructible next time. (laughs) What do you have at number nine? I have Dr. Stone at nine. Okay. Um, Interesting. I, it's from the story perspective perspective not the art thing so while i did really enjoy dr stone and the dog fight i liked a lot of the emotional bits or like comedy bits of the series ahead of it all right um i have phantom seer at nine okay again i thought it was fine and like i said pretty good throw shonen jump this week for it so far it's uh, ranked so high it is kind of says does say stuff about it. Mm-hmm. I am curious about its future, but it didn't blow my socks off. What do you have at number eight? I have Mission Yozakura at eight. Okay. I like this bit where it's essentially Mitsumi's dad, or father at the very least. I don't know if... <laughs> I don't know why you're quibbling between I d- those I don't know. Points. I don't know why I'm quibbling between those points either, but 
was essentially set all this up so that Tayo would get the blood injection and become strong. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I, I need to make sure my uh, daughter has a strong husband. So yes. if he couldn't survive, he doesn't deserve to be her yep. husband. <laughs> if he can, great. Yeah. Yeah. I, I liked that. It, it's deepening of the mystery, too, yes. right? About around Tayo. Yeah. And I actually really like the older brother here for maybe the first time. Yeah. And then I also love the bit with uh, Mitsumi singing where she's got a horrible singing voice. <laughs> yeah, but, but her the, brother loves it. Yeah, uh, she's like, oh, it reminds me of Mom and all the rest of them being like, oh yeah, Mom was a horrible singer too. And I love Tayo being like, oh man, I had this weird dream that you were like screeching <laughs> at me for something. Yeah, he was like, I heard this, I was like, I had a weird dream where I heard like the screech of the dead and Mitsumi is like, that nothing happened, that was totally a dream, yes. I have uh, Hell's Paradise at 8. Okay. I enjoyed Hell's Paradise quite a bit. Again, I thought it was a very strong issue of Jump. Yep. Yeah, a lot more than last week, for example. I, I'm tr- struggling to remember any details right now. Yeah, I'll talk about it when we get, we get to... Yeah, it went a lot... Well, I guess not a ton higher, but it went higher for me. What do you have at 7? I burned the witch at 7. Okay. It's good burn the witch. I really liked it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I have Mission Yuzukara at 7. Okay. I have Ayakashi Triangle at 6. Okay. Like you said, I was a little disappointed that this arc ended now, but it was still... It, had, it was still a good ending. It was it's still, not like, oh, you didn't do all the good with it. No, it was that disappointment of, oh, there's no more. Like That you could have done a whole chapter, I think, fighting that spirit, but that's about the only way to expand it. Yeah. And this is fine. Yeah. They also could have extended the visit to her home and not immediately gone to the bath. Yeah. They could have done that. Like, I understand why they didn't, but I still liked it. I burned the witch at six. Okay. I have Hell's Paradise at five. So the thing that I really loved is it had that, I'll call it the Demon Slayer vibe. Although this wasn't the bad guy having the... Yeah, okay. I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. But it was the... So the the person who ends up sacrificing himself yeah. to save everybody, really to save his brother, has this moment where he you know goes back to the first time he saw his younger brother and is like, I'm a big brother. And during the whole story, he's always been, you know, I'm going to protect you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he became a bandit king and he's like, I've lied, I've cheated, I've murdered, but I was a good big brother, right? And he has this moment with his parents in the like the gates to the afterlife where he's a little kid again. He's like, I know I was a bad person, but I was a good big brother, right? Yeah. And they all cry and go into the light. And I really liked that. Yeah, it was strong. I have Ayakashi Triangle at five. Okay. I have Hardball Cop and Dolphin at four. Okay. I like I said, I really liked it. I really liked the the joke of the older dude who was actually a pro wrestler and them just being like, What's with this trope? Who's that who's the audience for that? And Chaco just being funny in this and like you said, the hammerhead shark where it, That's the one that really landed yeah. for me. The other ones they were fine, but yep. the hammerhead shark that landed. I have my hero at four, speaking right. of things you liked more than me. Yep. <laughs> I did really like the ending and the stuff with Tomara, but again, the, the beginning was not yep. as good, I thought. Yeah. I had my hero at three, so. Yeah, I had one piece at three. Okay. I really liked that ending, but it was very fan service and I love having the Straw Hats together. I love Frankie and Robin doing stuff, mm-hmm. like I said, but it didn't have like an emotional impact. Okay. O- other than, oh yeah, I love One Piece. Yes. But... <laughs> The, the secret is most chapters of One Piece do that. Yes. I have We Never Learned It too. Me too. It's good. I I really liked it. I'm really liking this 
series. I like the deepening of the mystery where they, you know, this was a, they tried it before and it didn't work. Yeah. That's really interesting to me. Yeah. I struggled whether to put this one at two or one mm-hmm. for a while. But yeah, I really like that bit and like how they clearly want a relationship but are like scared and it seems like because they tried something already, which yep. is weird and interesting. Yeah. So, what do you have at one? Like, I don't know. Yeah. The process of elimination. So, I have one piece at one. I just like seeing all the straw hats get back together. I like the little, the small moment with Sanji where he gets up out of the rubble and he's like, damn, the suit is sturdy. And he like he hates the fact that his family made something cool for him. <laughs> yes. He's like, man, this thing is so awesome. I hate the guys who made it for me, though. Yeah. I hope they're not dead, but that's about it. Yeah. It's just like, you know, <laughs> ah, this is really cool. I just hate the person that gave it to me. The Jinbei flipping, Jinbei and Robin flipping Big Mom out of the castle was great. I also loved, this gets all the Straw Hats together, but Luffy and Zoro being like, we need to get up there. And they do the traditional thing of like, Luffy's like, yeah, I'm just going to stretch my arms and rocket myself into the sky. But they have a pterodactyl in the brachiosaurus. Yeah, I was like, but they've got a bunch of ways of stopping them. And like, because normally that's how he gets around. He's like, I'm just going to leave now by going into the sky. And they're like, we can fly. It's good. Yeah. I have Dr. Stone at one. Speaking of we can fly. Mostly again, because Boichi is just going ham on the art for this. Mm -hmm. It's like some. Hayato Miyazaki, like, flying sequence gotcha. level of stuff. And I thought the story was pretty good. I really like Ryusei being like, oh, man, I want to be a great fighter pilot now because this guy is good. Yeah. And I need to push myself to get behind him because we're in the worst plane. We have the worst gun, so we actually absolutely have to outdog fight him. Yeah. I just thought it all really landed. Yeah. It, it was very good. I'm not as big of an art guy so i don't tend to notice that stuff I'm, I'm not really either and that's kind of why it had to go mm-hmm. at number one for me because it made me notice totally fair anything else you want to say on anything from jump this week like i said especially in contrast to last week where i felt left a little disappointed i was super happy with this week at jump the only thing i didn't like about jump this week was there's no my hero next week yeah I guess also uh, that new series sucks, but yeah, I've already blocked it from my mind. Yeah, it was like for a while. I don't remember if you were reading at the time, but they had a jump start of this guy who was super into like knowledge about Japan. I'm from Japan. Yes, I yeah. was. We, okay. we talked about that. And it's the same thing of like, this probably works better in Japan. Because this is like a huge cultural thing that I just can't get into. No, that did not last 20 chapters, so. Yeah, I, like, I just meant I understand them going for it, and, like, this prob like, even if it didn't do well, it's still, I, I understand why you would make this for like, like I said, the I, Japanese audience. I understood what it is about from the title, mm-hmm. which I think is a strength, but then they don't use that strength. So. Yeah. Like, the only other possibility is that his parents teach high school and his sister is the same age as him, right? It it would have been funnier as if his his parents were his teachers and his sister got accelerated. Like yeah. that would make a little bit more sense. And like, like his I, older brother got held back. Yeah, maybe something like that. Not oh yeah, your mom and I are also going to the same high school. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll have plenty of time to talk about it. Yeah, I'm sure. Hopefully not too much. <laughs> All right, so we will be back to talk about Bakuman Volume Nine after the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So we read volume nine of Bakuman. What did you think, Kevin? I'm still loving Bakuman, yeah. and it was really tempting to just keep reading at the end of this. Hey, I have a confession. I don't know if it was Thursday, Friday, or Saturday, because those were basically the same day for me, but on one of them, I read the rest of Bakuman, because <laughs> I was just waiting for bad news the entire day, and was like, well, I literally cannot go anywhere or do anything until I get this news and can make an appropriate decision, but I do have this box with all the volumes of Bakuman in it, so... Okay. Um... There's a really weird popularity pull at one point where I'm like, huh, audience in Japan in 2014, that guy? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so then I had to reread Volume 9 and take even more elaborate notes, which were already very elaborate, because yep. I read it on Wednesday, being like, well, we're probably not going to record for a week, yep. but I need to get this out of the way now, because I might not have time to read it later. Mm -hmm. And then I had to go back and double my notes, yep. so I didn't talk about anything from the future, but... This is a super good volume and a super good series. Yep. And what I really noticed just reading volume nine, I always take a longer time to read Bakuman than other series. I don't know about you, Kevin. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit longer. There's one of the big things is, is there's a lot of story. Yeah, I've always attributed it to just taking a lot of notes because there are more characters. But it what I really noticed this volume was it's just so dense. Yeah. But it doesn't feel that way because of how good the cliffhangers are. Yeah. Like, it's, when I get to the end of the volume, I realize I've been reading it longer than most other volumes that I read, but it's not like, I didn't feel like it's taking forever. It's more that, wait, an hour and a half passed? Yeah. For me, it's more of like, oh man, I've been reading this for an hour and I still have this much to go? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's very dense, which is very good, and... So many of the cliffhangers are so good, and you don't realize that reading it through the volume until you get to the end. Mm -hmm. Or, like I said, I read this one twice, and so I noted all the chapter breaks. Like, the penultimate chapter break of this uh, manga almost would have made an even better cliffhanger. I, the cliffhanger is super good, as Yes. It. I thought it would have, as well, even before reading the final chapter, I'm like, man, that would have been an excellent place to end the volume. B because they failed before on cliffhangers like that, Right? So, yeah. like, this is a series in Shonen Jump. Of course they're going to stay with Shonen Jump. But yeah. when they threaten to quit, there's, like, actual weight to it because yeah. of what's come before. Yes. Yeah, just super good. Also, do we have edgy way too low character <laughs> personality power level? Is? Maybe. Uh, we, we can pump him up again. Like, I, I do like him a lot more after this volume. Yeah. So, I'm definitely down for pushing him up. Yeah, I, I'm going to keep ever, all future stuff as close as I can, but spoilers, that's not going to be the last time I say that on Edgy, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, plus natural, the series Edgy is doing with Iwase is kind of a focus of the beginning of this. Yep. There's also Ryu Shizuka, who did the super violent manga, whose editor is, like, visiting every day him every day, playing video games with him, trying to socialize him to get him to try again. Yes. Because he's like, you are really good at manga, you're just not good at people, or social interactions. Or or even, like, he really talks about, like, yeah, you look at the themes of his manga, it's all about kids who are bullied and want revenge. Yep. And people who are like that tend to get discouraged real easily. Yeah, he was like, literally, it, it shattered him to get denied his serialization. Like, 
he hits a wall and it's just like, nope, I'm done. Bye. Which is very, uh, I'm kind of like that too in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I have to get him prepared for failure because yes. that is what this industry is. But he is good enough. Yep. You know, the main characters didn't get their first thing serialized. Yep. I, I also love that. Oasu, like, shows up at their door, and he's like, please stop coming. I got yep. in so much trouble with my fiancé because of you. Yeah. We're getting married when we get serialized. So, like, and she's like, ah, oh, yeah, you, you'll you get married even if you can't beat me. And he's like, I am not going to fall for that. Come yep. on. Yeah. Because she's still in love with him. So, it's, I, I do really like that moment. And, and I love that. Yeah, he calls him. He's like, "Yeah, uh, Hattori said she's your rival." He's like, "She's not my rival. I just never want to lose her for, for anything." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "That's the definition of a rival." Yeah, it's very good. And I do love. He's like, "Now I pump. I'll spend three months' salary on an engagement ring." And you know, she's like, "Ooh, how much is that?" And he's like, uh, "I actually am a contractor. I do not have, have a salary, salary. <laughs> so that would be zero yen." I do and, always love those that little moment. Little moments like that where it's like, I need to double your pay. You're not paying me anything. Triple it then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, uh, another thing I really noticed is this is a series where they're not afraid to go into a super cartoony style for a bit. Yeah. Which I don't think you can be in Shonen Jump. Mm-hmm. But, well, I guess like Ayakashi Triangle it would feel weird. So I shouldn't say that so broadly. Uh, a little bit like the cat can, the cat tends That's to get true. really con- cartoony sometimes. That's true. But anyway, I noticed that. One of the reasons Miyoshi's so great is she's doing it all the time. Yeah. Like, just in little background panels. Like, because, you know, it'll be like Akagi thinking real hard and Mashiro drawing, so she has to, like, deform to be, like, helpful. Yes. Just super good stuff. And they get a new series, Tonto, in this volume. Yes. I hope they get it, have it last for a long time. <laughs> I honestly really love that whole bit. Where they're all excited, they're like, we got three chapters done, it's doing great, the jump staff is really into this, like, they were basically like, it's very different from what you were doing before, but we kind of, the editorial team has this thing of like, we want more young readers to read jump, and, you know, your guys are grabbing that younger audience, so you can probably get more younger kids to read jump, like, from a business decision, I really love where they're like, we want you, we want you to keep you know, keep working on this manga. This is great. This is actually where we would like the magazine to go. We want more readers, and you're grabbing a younger audience. That's awesome. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it's not, you know, you need to improve your rank a little bit. Yeah. But you're in no danger of cancellation at all. Um, yeah. They were like, we need you to do a little bit better. But when they, because at the serialization meeting, they're like, you weren't even put up to be canceled, even though they were sitting at like 14th or 15th Yeah, at that point. And it was basically because they're like, we want a series like yours in Jump, and no one else has submitted one, so we need yours to do good. But on the other hand, Plus Natural, which Edgy and Iwase are doing, is regularly number three, number four. Yeah. And they're calling it the next Pokemon, which the, with the way it works and yep. how marketable it is. And that pushes all their friends to do better. And yep. a- even Aoki and Fukada are all constantly in the top ten yeah. when they were struggling before. And they're like, hey, come join us in the top ten, fam. Yep, because at that point, they had been sitting at 11, and they were like, when we're stable at 11, like, gag manga is different than story manga, Miura, or, yeah, Miura's, like, research is right. Like, that was, from a business standpoint, that was a good call. Uh-huh, but they're like, yeah, for, like, staying in Shonen Jump, but we want to have our work animated and yeah. take off. Like, we can't compete with Edgy like this, and Edgy's even, like, his editor's like, yeah, so what do you think of Tonto? He's like, oh, I don't read that anymore. 
Yep. It's like what you read every inch of Shonen Jump. You like analyze the ads that we put in it. Yep. What do you? Isn't Ashigari your favorite manga? What do you mean you don't read it? Yep. And so Tori's like, that's amazing. You have to tell them immediately. Be, yes, I I did love that. I love the bit where they they kind of gloss over it a little bit, but they're like, yeah, we got the first three chapters done, and then Takagi is like, I'm starting to run out of gags, and I like for chapter four. Yeah, and he's pulling. He's got. Pulled three consecutive all-nighters. And Master's like, and he brought me this? Yeah. Like, like it's fine, but... Well, and it starts... I think that one specifically was a couple of weeks later, not specifically chapter four, where he was like, he's been killing himself, and this is what he's giving me. And that's when they're starting to slip down the ranks even more. Uh-huh. And it's just like, I really like that. It was like, yeah, you can totally do this. And it's... You sometimes have moments of that, of like, yeah, I am really good at this. Only to realize that... No, you aren't. You were just kind of doing well. Like, yeah, I've got ideas. No, you have an idea. And then you realize you can't continue it anymore. It's that second book syndrome. You yep. spend your whole life writing your first book, and then you got to write another one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and I also love how that's compacted with his marriage to uh, Miyoshi. And I love the scene where he goes to talk to her parents. Yes. And you're like, you're, you're a manga artist. And his wife's like, hey, yeah, wasn't your best friend a famous manga, manga. artist who died? And, <laughs> and they're immediately like, wait, we know the plot of Bakuman. <laughs> yeah, wait, was your friend this guy? <laughs> How did you know? Like, yeah, uh, he, he's actually his partner's nephew. And he's like, ah, oh, we need to have a sparring match. And her wife's like, oh, yeah, that's very manga. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, no, I just needed to, like, talk about feelings and shit. And I can't do that in front of my family. Yeah. I did like that. So he takes him to a restaurant, especially with Mashiro being like, so I don't want to use my right hand because that's kind of like my whole lifeline. And he was like, that's exactly what your uncle would have said. Yeah. Yeah. That whole bit is super good. Yes. Um, it's very good. And then he's a real estate agent. So he finds them a nice place to stay. And I like, I really like that dynamic of yeah. Takagi and Miyoshi like at home. Yeah. This is a super weird thing to say, uh, but like it's weirdly chaste, like of the manga, and it, it's not like I want to see them having sex or anything. Yeah, it's just I do wonder where they are in their relationship in a weird way because of that. Because Takagi's even like, oh, that bed you got is so sexy. It's like what you would find in a love hotel. But yes. I do love Shumi's like, yeah, yeah, who did you go with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no one. That's just how I imagine they would be. Can we at least pull off the damn curtains? Yeah, and they're like, oh, we have such a big place. You should come over. And Kentucky's like, yeah, I cannot let anyone see that, <laughs> that bed. Well, there was also the the small joke about the baby when he's like, I'm starting to run out of idea for jokes for kids. It was like, well, maybe you'll understand if you have kids of your own. And he just kind of gets this look on his face of like, ah. Uh. <laughs> I was like, kid, Alki, what are you talking about? You're supposed to be the proper one. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I love how he's me like, okay, rock, paper, scissors. If we ever, let's make an agreement now. If we're ever like at an impasse and we can't agree because we're a unit now, we will do rock, paper, scissors with no losers. Yes. Or with no sore feelings, rather. Yes. And I love how that runs in the back and she keeps winning. Yeah. She... He's, like, he's like, well, where are you going on your honeymoon? Oh, the hot springs. I wanted to go to Disneyland, but. <laughs> I wanted to go to Disneyland, but she was like, well, you shouldn't have lost rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I, I honestly, I do like. I actually like their honeymoon where Miyoshi's plan is very sensible of, well, we only have three days because he's a mangaka. So I didn't want to spend two days on travel. Yeah. So we can have three entire nights or, you know, three entire days at a hot spring or one day at Disneyland. Well, I, they meant Tokyo Disney. So yes. It still been three days. But 
Yeah, so, I guess I guess it would have been. But and then like their time at the hot springs is like, hey, you want to go play ping pong and like. <laughs> Well, I love that whole bit. Like, we should go through the wedding first, which is yes. super great too. Which Hattori just nagging them the entire speech he's giving. It's like, yeah, and they their first work was so good, good. and the world was all about money and intelligence, and Detective Trap was amazing. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, all this stuff was good, and and like and Mashiro just being like, he didn't mention Tonto at all. Oh, and that's after they see Edgy on national TV. I'm like, good morning, Japan, basically, being like, my rival enemy is Matoru Oroshi. I think that was, I think that happened afterwards. No, it's before. Is it before the wedding? That's part of, because uh, Miho calls Miyoshi about it. Because, oh, yeah, that's because right. Because Mashiro immediately yep. calls Miho. He's like, I want to quit Tonto. It's not going anywhere. And she's like, is that because you want to get an anime so we can get married? He's like, I uh, know. I mean, like, yeah, I, yes, I do want that. But it's because Edgy's proclaimed me his rival on national TV. Yep. And now I just want to beat him and I can't with Tonto. And she's like, oh, yeah, quit for sure. Yeah. She was like, oh, wait, I, I love that where she was like, well, it'd be because at first he's like, I want to quit Tonto. He's like, well, that'd be unfair to the readers who like Tonto, right? You know, you should do the right thing and at least continue it until it gets canceled. And then he's like, yeah, but Edgy called me his rival on national TV. Oh, no, totally quit right now. If my rival had said that to me, I would have thrown down right there. Yeah. And it's like, and if we were married, I would say exactly the same thing. Yes. And she calls Miyoshi about it because they're not keeping her in the dark exactly. But Master is like, oh, I can't say anything to him because he's married, getting married. And yeah. he, he's giving us all the series so he can support his wife. Yep. And I love that panel where she's like, okay, I'll go to work with you. And he's just like, hey, Ma- uh, Yoshi lets me happy. No, I'm going to make you happy no matter yep. what. It's super like yes. good romance manga stuff. Yes. And the stuff that you don't normally get because usually the romance ends when they get together because yep. that's where the tension ends. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, he gets super negged at his wedding and goes to talk to Hattori outside, who's basically, yeah, uh, Tonto's not good. Yep. Because this has been his plan all along. Yeah, and Edgy's in super into it, too. Yep. And I, uh, there's also, we didn't talk about the scene where the editors go to Edgy's house one night, and he's like, hey, Hattori, can you stick around? I'm about yep. to draw plus natural and want you to look at it. And he's like, yeah, why are you helping them so much? And he's like, because I think they'll be great. And he's like, yeah, me too. Um, yep. Yeah, I really like that. I want them to be... I want them to be a worthy rival. Yeah. I'm still not going to lose. Like, they're never going they're, to... They're going to be number two in Jump, though, and I am willing yeah. to help you do anything to get them there. Yeah, it's basically... You actually have that a lot, where it's like, they're not going to beat me, but I want them to... I want to fight them and not just crush them without trying. Yeah, with two series. Yep. Yeah, I do love that, where he's like, uh, I have two series now. You can't beat either of my series. Yeah, well, and that's the whole crux of all of Team Fukata gets together, like, hey, we think Jump's using you for your talent, and he's like, well, then beat me. Yep. Yeah, that that was a really good moment. You know, we th- uh, the editorial team is using you, and he's like, screw you, beat beat either of my manga. <laughs> and like, he- I'll, I'll, I'll take all of you on with two manga. Yeah. And when he's on TV, they're like, what do you do in your spare time? It's like, I, or, like what do you do fun? I have fun drawing manga. Yeah. How else could I have two series? <laughs> yes it was like don't you want to like do other stuff no <laughs> i mean draw some other manga maybe <laughs> he was like unless i'm eating sleeping showering or using the restroom i'm drawing manga yeah but even the come over like are you getting enough sleep he's like i hate to sleep but i do do it when i have to yeah sleeping is not drawing manga 
I like that. I also like before his TV appearance, they're like, yeah, so he, you know, they're talking about doing a documentary on Edgy, especially because, you know, he's got two manga and jump. And they're a little worried. They're like, Edgy's a little weird. And Atori's like, listen, he can read the room pretty good, in all honesty. Yes, he is still very weird and quirky, but he's not going to say anything unnecessary unnecessary or dishonorable to jump. And I love that he proves that to Hattori. Yes. Because Hattori's like, you can't mention this to anyone. Yeah, that's why I got you alone in my room and asked you. Yep. Yeah, and then I like super love the honeymoon, too, where that's where Takagi finally wins rock, paper, scissors. Yep. To make Miyoshi tell him what Natura is on about. Yep. And like when he gets back, Natura's like, yeah, I want to quit. And he's like, what? I thought you wanted to turn it into a battle manga. Yeah, and he was like, oh, I guess Miho didn't tell Miyoshi that part. And he's like, yeah, maybe he did, and Miyoshi just didn't tell me because it would have ruined the honeymoon. Yeah, he was like, I would have, I would have basically canceled the honeymoon right there. And I love how, like, afterwards, they're like, oh man, I'm so glad we got that over their chest. It's like character growth from yeah. the last fight they had, where they didn't talk to each other. Yeah, no, it was very good. I, and at the end of it, they were like, man, I'm really glad I did that. Like, they're learning. You talk to your wife because she's your wife now. <laughs> I do love their. They get a new assistant when they get Tonto. And he was like, you know, hi, I, I'm Mashiro, I'm the artist, I'm Takagi the writer, and I'm Miyoshi, his wife. And he's like, wife? <laughs> and he's like, and they're like, you should come over time. I don't know if I can handle that. I'm only 18. <laughs> like, I'm 19, <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> He's thinking, well, I think it's Miyoshi, or it's Miyoshi or Mashiro thinking, he's only 19. <laughs> like, he's only a year older than you. It's yeah. not like we're having sex parties in our fancy apartment. <laughs> But if they saw the bed, they would think <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were. Ah, uh, yeah, just super good. And like the ending is super tense. Where they're like, "Okay, let's quit. We'll talk to our editor editor about it. We'll ask him hypothetically." And he's immediately like, "No, you cannot quit. Yeah. I am not a dumbass." Yes, I know I'm the comedy editor, but I know how to read the goddamn room. Yeah, it's we. You know, you can't quit now. Like he's got a little bit of like, I need you know, I need a series and jump, guys. I need this to stay going. Yeah. And he's like, fine, I'll have the guy who made Yu-Gi-Oh! yell at you. <laughs> the, the editor of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yes. There. And he's like, no, you you can't quit. And he's like, well, I'll talk to the de- uh, editor-in-chief. He's like, he's just going to get mad and say what I said. Well, I'll let him get mad at me. Yep. And there she's like, yeah, you can quit if you're willing to never work for Jump again. Yep. And I, like, and that's the penultimate chapter break where Master is like, so what do you think, Tagagi, you want to quit? And me, uh, they're like, he said he can't. He's like, no, he didn't. He said yeah. we just can't work for Jump anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, how badly do we want to compete? You know, how badly do we want to make this new manga? And both of them are like, I, I, I want to make it badly enough that I will freaking, I will leave Jump. Yeah, but Takai's like, yeah, but I want to be edgy in Jump, and we yes. can't do that if we're not in Jump. Yes, he's he's still a little apprehensive about it, but I definitely love that both both of them are kind of like, fine. And they come up with the thing of like, all right, so we'll we'll quit now. And if we don't get another serialization by, he's like, how many, how many more serialization meetings are there in the year? And they're like three. All right. If we don't have a new series by the end of the year, you can cancel our contracts and we'll never draw manga again. Yeah. And the, 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 the deputy editor chief's like, wait a minute. We did not need to go that far. Look, I was playing hardball with you, but we, like, we do want you in jump. Yeah. But the editor chief's like, yeah, okay. Yep. I, I'm. I, I I won't speculate since you know, yeah. but well, I go ahead and speculate. I won't say anything. Okay, I do think it's also the editor in chief kind of 
not calling their bluff, but like this will motivate them even more. Pushing them the same yes. way Hattori's been pushing them. Yeah, it's and just like, like fine. This is absolutely you know that is absolutely a great deadline. Where no, of course I'm not going to cancel your goddamn contract. <laughs> you guys are amazing. I do love how Hattori comes running in and he's like, "No, this is all my fault. I've been pushing them this yep. entire time." Yeah, and I love it. Then he's like, "Hattori, stop being a sneaky jackass." Like, <laughs> yeah. If you want to do something, come out and say it to my face. It's like, yeah, you keep being like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't talk to other manga people. Like, yes, you can. Clearly, you are good at your job. So just do your job. Yes. And uh, then my, I, my speculation at this point was like, oh, I bet the series is going to end and Hattori's going to be editor-in-chief. I could see that. I do really like that. I also like that the actual cliffhanger is Mira goes over to Hattori and is like, all right, I've swallowed my pride. You see promise in these guys. Help me have them get their next series. Yeah. Like, you know, I tried. I tried the comedy thing. It didn't work. I I failed as... I've basically failed as their editor because I was trying to be... I was trying to get a series in Jump because this is after the the guy who plays video games. Yeah. I was after his say, parents call. The, the thing, yeah, again, going back to how dense Bakuman is. Yeah, there's there, that, so that, much that going subplot on. subplot has been running this entire arc. Where he like his editor keeps visiting him every day and gets him to finally submit storyboards and his mom calls like, Hey, he's saying he's gonna move out. Yeah. And the editor's like, Oh man, I'm so proud of him. Like he's willing to give it a heart a go. He understands it's gonna be hard. He's willing to put himself out there. And he's like, Yeah. And th- there's the argue the editors are arguing about how like they have influence over these people's lives. Well and- the the big thing is that the mom is very concerned and like I, I understand her concern, and at the same time, I don't because he's literally like he wants to move out, become independent, and get a job as opposed to being a shut in. And you're pissed at me because I made that happen. Uh, yeah, I mean it's very momish. Yes, it it is. So most of the rest of the editors are pissed at that guy's editor for basically yelling at her like, "No, this is good for him," and ha- he hangs up the phone. And everyone was like, "That is horrible." We are editors here. We are not here to ruin these kids' lives for the betterment of the magazine. We are here to help them achieve their goals. And Mura is there listening to this, and he kind of has this running in the back of his head of, maybe I have been being selfish towards Mashiro and Takagi, and I just wanted them to make a series that would get in Jump because I needed us to be an editor of a series in Jump without realizing that I need to be their editor. I need to help them make a series... Like, I need to help them make their series, not have them make a series. Yeah. One subplot we didn't touch on, sort of moving away from this a little, but I wanted to bring it up, is Owase having a crush on Hattori now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> because she likes people with talent, and she's like, well, I crushed uh, Takagi. Clearly, yep. he's not good enough for me. And she is this weird dude who doesn't even say hello properly. Like, I can see he's incredibly talented. He makes my uh, He takes my stories and makes them a hundred times better. Yeah, but he is a weirdo, and I don't like him. Yeah, but Hatori, which we find out, he's basically pitching the entire story of Plus Natural yeah. to her, and then she writes it. Yeah, um, he's like, yeah, he's super talented. I, I want him to be with me, and he's like, and she's like, do you think I'm a pretty girl? And he's like, how the hell do no, I, I answer this? this? It's like, he, she is a child to me. Yeah, it's like, do you think I'm a pretty girl? You're 18. I'm 40. <laughs> uh, I was like. Uh, and then it cuts away from that. And later, he's talking to one of the other editors. The Ujiro, uh, Eiji's editor. Yes. 
And he's like, so I told her, you're very, you'd be very attractive to boys your age. And the guy's just like, oh my God, what have you done? <laughs> he's like, yeah, no, you're you lucky son of a bitch. She's cute. You should have been strung her along. Yep. You, what, what kind they, of like uh, the what the guy from Another <laughs> subplot running through here, <laughs> which is, uh, he was the character. That editor makes eighth in a character popularity poll. The editor of Honor <laughs> 11. 11. And okay. I was like, I mean, sure, I guess. If I, I if you just have a first place vote, I guess I can see enough people thinking he's the funniest character yep. there. But <laughs> he basically just strings him along. Mm-hmm. He did get... Uh, he did get told that his anime was okay. Happening. I was not sure if that was this yes. chapter or not because I didn't write a note. I also that. like the little funny bit of like uh, Otter Eleven's getting a late night anime's, anime <laughs> slot, and he's like, "Oh, thank God, this is going to be so good for me." And he was like, "Actually, you've been getting anime offers for like three months now, but we kept trying to push for an earlier slot, and eventually it didn't happen." And so, just I love the little the heads of the editor and uh, the editor in chief being like, "All right." Let's quit playing hardball. Let's give in. <laughs> yeah. Also, this is the first volume I noticed it in, but I they may have been doing it a lot. They do a lot of little character heads in their speech bubbles when yes. they're talking about characters, and it's a very nice touch. Yeah. Also, the uh, series. So, like, whenever they say Tonto, yeah. they yeah. have the main character's head. Uh-huh. And they mention greenery. Who's writing greenery? Do you? That's Aoki. That's Aoki's series. Oh, is that? A- okay. Time of greenery. Yeah. I was like, I thought that was her series, but for whatever reason, I thought that was her canceled series no, that was like that was hideout door okay i can tell you what her next series is too but <laughs> that's fair but i was like i'm pretty sure that's hers but i was confused so see yeah. i couldn't remember what hers was until you said greenery and i'm like yeah no i remember gotcha that's hers yeah super like i said super dense like i said i completely forgot about the otter 11 writer and his editor like yep. subplot continuing but that's in here just really really dense and a really 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 fun to read yes yeah, it's, like I said, it was really hard for me not to just click yeah. next chapter. Mine too. I lasted two days. Yep. Or I think. <laughs> like I said, those days are kind of a blur to me. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to say on Bakemon? Anything we didn't cover? I, I can't I, recognize, re- I can't uh, recommend this series highly enough. We're about halfway through it. We're almost halfway, <laughs> yeah. almost to halfway through it. You keep saying it I enough, know. eventually it'll be true. Look, I, now the joke is I'm going to be saying it when we're on, like, volume 15. <laughs> volume 19, we're almost halfway through it. We're almost done! Yeah, so there's probably even, like, major story stuff that we just didn't remember, because there's so much going on, but while you're reading it, it doesn't feel like you're missing out on anything. Like, even though we've been reading it kind of consistently, even coming back after a month with some of the earlier stuff, I would just be like, oh, yeah, that thing and that thing. And, like, it all came rushing back to me. Kind of like One Piece with that one, the invisibility character coming back yeah. after 15 years. <laughs> and just immediately, oh, it's that guy. Yeah. I haven't seen him in, like, I hadn't seen him in 10 years or something, like, ridiculous like that. Because I'd watched the anime a little bit at points. So, like, I remembered him from that. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I haven't seen this guy in, like, 10 years. And, bam, there he is. Oh, cool. I instantly remembered him. And so that's kind of the feeling I get with a lot of this Bakuman stuff. Like, oh, yeah, that thing was going on. Cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's super, super good. But I think that just leaves us with personality power level. Yep. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? Personality power level is the segment where we rank characters from manga from best to worst. I don't think we're going to rank any characters from manga inside the manga in Bakuman. But maybe when we get to 20, there are, probably, there are probably more than 20 characters worth ranking in Bakuman. Probably. 
at the top, we have Uzumaki Naruto. He never drew any manga. Nope. At the very bottom, we have that guy who's not Yamcha from that time I got reincarnated as Yamcha. Maybe he wrote manga. We don't know enough about him to say either way. He definitely bought manga. <laughs> in the center, we have Buggy the Clown. Okay. All right. From Bakuman, at number 11, we have Mashiro. Mm-hmm. At number 20, we have Miyoshi. At number 24, we have Takagi. At 25, we have Eji right behind him. We have Koaoki at number 29. We have Kazuo Hiromaru, the writer of Otter 11, at number 36. We have Goro Miruta, their current editor, at number 41. And Akira Hattori, their old editor, at 42. Do we think we have Eji too low? <laughs> Below Takagi? Probably. I want to move him above Takagi. That's fair. He, I really liked him in this. I know a, a couple of times I've been like, ah, but I like Takagi has also had great moments, and he does have great moments in this. Like I love the character growth where he's like, ah, I feel so glad that we actually talked about the problem rather than holding it in and then realizing, oh, if we had just said something earlier, this would have made everything better. Mm-hmm. But really that whole bit where he's like, I'm totally game for making those guys better so that it feels even better to crush, not crush them, but like feels even better to win. Like, right now, I'm not, they're not, even though I consider them my rival, uh, Tonto is not even worth reading. Uh-huh. Although that seems like a move on his part to me to be, to motivate them. Yes. I think he's probably better than Rekka from our other... Yeah. I think he's probably better than Fuko, because what she's done for us lately. Yeah, that, maybe she'll shoot up later in the series when she gets to do things, but we were, like, really interested in her, and then she got sent to another castle and then <laughs> disqualified because she had tits. <laughs> even though all of the rest of the contestants were female. Do we think he's better than Miyoshi? He's got more impact than this volume for sure. Definitely. I could see that. I still really like Miyoshi, but like I said, I really like Edgy in this. I like it more than Guts from Berserk, but... Yeah, I do really like Guts, but Edgy has been... A lot more fun and lighthearted, whereas Guts is, like, tragic and has... He definitely has a lot of cool factor going on, but I Let's Hospital's great. Just his whole plot in this thing of, like, I'm the guy who has... I'm the guy that has two editors, and especially when he she he first, he first meets Awase. <laughs> yeah. He, like, comes shooting out of the stockings, and she's just, like, immediately... Oh, you're edgy and leaves. <laughs> well, she's like, please continue doing very good work on our thing because you do. Yeah. It's just like, well, your drawing skills are good, but uh, I don't like you as a person. Bye. So a rival who I think is not the best rival, though maybe edgy can't beat him out yet, is Bakugo from My Hero Academia. I think I give the edge to edgy, but we're definitely getting close to where he goes. I think I'll give it to Bakugo. I think you might be colored a bit by having read all of Bakuman. Yeah, that might be fair. But also, like, Bakugo, I think, has limits as a rival. He does. That a lot of others don't, and I think Edgy is a very good one. He is a very good one, but we haven't seen his... I mean, we haven't seen Bakugo's full story, but I still... I still really like Bakugo, just the kind of... He's rough and abrasive. I go back to the hero license exam, where... Uh, Razorhead is talking about there's two kids in class that are like always like they're the ones to look out for. Mm -hmm. And it's Bakugo and Deku. It's like they're not the strongest. They're not the smartest, but they're the ones you need to watch. Uh Uh-huh. Right below Bakugo, we have Chio from Azamanga Dayo. I think we can put Edgy above her because he's also very funny. Yes, it's totally fair. 
All right. So Edgy will jump 10 places from 25 up to 15. Okay. The other character who maybe we want to move, but if you don't want to right now, that's fine, is Hattori, who we have at 42. I was He's actually the lowest going... Pokemon character yep. we have right now. I was actually going to recommend that. Uh, like... The past couple of volumes, he's been in the background doing stuff, but this volume is all that stuff that he's been doing has really come to a head. And especially with him busting into the editor's thing, being like, no, like, you know, please don't let these guys quit jump. This has all been my fault. Like, I was trying to motivate them, and it went way farther than I thought it would have ever gone. Mm-hmm. So I think he's definitely better than Mira, their other editor, yes. right? I think probably better than Himaru, who writes Otter 11. Yeah. Do we think better than Aoki? I don't know. that. I mean, she doesn't do a whole lot in this volume, but that last volume was really big. Uh-huh. I'd say behind Aoki. Okay. Let's see. Is anyone looking at a lot of main characters here? Is he better than Goku? Our old standby. I think so, yeah. All right. Is he better than Anise Murphy from Cypher? I also think so. Yeah, yep. Is she better than Karumi Sagara, a.k.a. Santa Claus from Sweet Rain? Yeah, I think so. Just because I can barely remember. Like, I can barely remember her. Okay, um, well, we're going back to her this Christmas. I know. So. I, I know, <laughs> so it's fair. I know. Well, to be adjusted. Yes. If need be. Case Aranuma for Kiss Him Not Me is the last character between Hattori and uh, Aoki. I like him a bit more than her as well. Okay. So he will jump off 12 spots from 42 to number 30. All right. So who are we going to add? Yeah, that is a question. I'm trying to think of who's not on the list who... We don't have Miho. She's such a background character and yet so important. Yeah. There's definitely argument for saving her for later. Yeah. We, We don't have Fukada, who is the leader of Team Fukada. We could do that. We don't have Edgy's editor as the other one who... We could also do him. Would stick I, out to me. Let's do Fukada, because I think he he had a lot going on last volume, as well as a little bit going on in this volume, but still stuff going on in this volume. Just last volume, he was overshadowed by Oki. Yeah. So we can start with her. Like, they've got, like, grown a friendship, which I really like. Yes. Like, it went from them being at each other's throats to just, like, friends. Yeah. Um... And that very shonen way. I think probably not as good as Aoki, though. No. Do we think he's as good as Hiromaru, who always has those comedy bits, even when he's not actively doing stuff? I think so. I really liked, you know, so he kind of started off as like, I'm the violent punk. But even then, he was like, I'm here to change jump. And 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 he's he's like, he's really working at it. And he's very much the leader, right? Yes. Of them as a group. Yeah. Which is interesting, because he's not the main character or the rival. Yeah. He's just their friend. Do we think he's better than Goku? Yes. Okay. Much softer, yes. He's not as good as Satori, right? No. Because I, I forgot we just put him right below Aoki, so probably should have checked in with that. Is he as good as Santa? No. I'm I'm starting to remember bits of Santa, and I really liked her. I uh, think probably better than a niece from Cypher. Sure. And so that just leaves Yona from Yona of the Dawn. I think above. I, I could also go above. That's, that's something I've been meaning to Maybe watch. we should return to that soon. Yeah. Maybe we should just go through all these and uh, arc ones we want to return to in 2021. That makes sense. I've also been meaning to watch the anime. It's on my list and everything. 
All right, so Fukuda will go at number 33, above Yona from Yona of the Dawn, and below Kurumi Sagara, a.k.a. Santa, from Sweet Rain. And that will do it for this week. Next week, we will be reading Flame of Rekka, Volume 9, to catch up mm-hmm. from the weeks we've missed. And then we get another Bakuman. Um, it's so close, Kevin. I can I know. taste it. I can aftertaste it. Yes. Until then, our opening theme is Fighting Against One's Will by Midair Machine. Our closing theme is A Psychic Fist Fight by Tom W. Emeritt. Other music on the show is by Spectacular Sound Productions, and our album art is by Kate Wind on DeviantArt. That's the first time I've done that without writing it down. There you go. Believe it or not, it was hard. www.lastpodcast.com is our website, where you can join our Discord if you want to talk about Bakuman, or yeah, just read it, dudes. Two dollars yep. a month on Shonen Jump. It's not one piece. It's only like, it's less than 200 chapters. Yep. And they're all pretty good. It's not like Death Note, where they, they forgot what they were doing at the end. Yeah. I tried to watch the Death Note movie on Netflix. That was a mistake. Yeah, well, people were comparing it to the Dragon Ball Evolution movie, and don't get me wrong, Dragon Ball Evolution is a horrid film, mm-hmm. but I kind of love it. And I was like, oh, yeah, Death Note's like that. I, I can see that, because, yeah, Light Yagami is actually a high school student. So at least I'm like, oh, my God, this movie is so high school. This is the most high school high school that ever did a high school. Yeah. And then I couldn't... Even William Defoe showed up, and I'm like, maybe this movie will get okay now. And William Defoe tried his hardest, but he couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So I, I hope you have a good week, and don't watch the Death Note movie on Netflix. Yes. Anything you want to plug, Kevin? Nope. Have a great week, everybody. <laughs>